हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू दी वन फ्यूचर कलेक्टिव पॉडकास्ट Hello, looks like all of us are finally here. Sorry, I'm a little late. I got a little held up elsewhere. That's totally okay. We can't perfectly be on time all the time, right? But thank you for letting us know in advance. Funny you should say that though, because uh, guess what we're discussing today: perfectionism and the fear of failure. Um, so, uh, anyone want to start us off with their thoughts? Okay, that is too much silence. Are any of us feeling the burden to like say the perfect words, which is very ironic? Um, that demonstrates perfectionism like really well. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be helpful if we can start off by talking about safe space between the three of us. We can acknowledge yeah. that we're feeling. A certain amount of pressure right now to maybe say the right things, which again is ironic. And uh, we're starting off by acknowledging that this podcast might not be perfect, uh, but we'll still say what we think and feel from our lived experiences. And um, if any of us has a counter view, we can still say that with respect, and it doesn't have to be antagonistic. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. Awesome, great. Then maybe we should start off with something that comes simpler to us, which is who we are. Uh, so, welcome to this podcast. Uh, my name is Anshla. I identify with the pronouns she and her. Sheena, do you want to go next? Thanks. So, hi, I'm Sheena, and my pronouns are she and they. And Shruti, over to you. Hi, uh, I'm Shruti, and my pronouns are she and her. So okay, I guess I will uh, start off with what I have to say. We could start off by laying out what perfectionism really means to the each of us. So for me, I think it's it's a sense of showing up for myself, right, at all points in time. And we know that that's not always possible. So in some places, you just tend to fall short, right, and that starts getting to you, and you start ruminating over that. and a lot of the times i feel that that's where my sense of perfectionism sen- uh, stems from so in case i missed any opportunity it it reflects on me that i haven't shown up for myself and i have not made the best of my abilities and i've you know wasted something that could have turned out to be so much more so i'm just constantly pushing myself beyond what i know is capable just because i feel that i'm left- letting myself down if i don't do it and i think you know in a way it just keeps adding up incrementally and then finally it just you know lead, leads me to being sort of irritated with what the work that i'm doing despite it giving me so much joy so i think for me my perfectionism becomes like a vicious cycle in a sense that's so true i identify with that so much the dichotomy of sort of liking your work and wanting to do it but then also wanting to prove it to yourself or somebody else i don't know who that somebody else is yeah. that you can do it and you're really good at it and in that way going above and beyond and taking on too much and then ironically in the process hating yourself and whoever you are sort of leaving it up to too much um mm-hmm. and it's that thread of thought is just a rabbit hole right trying to trace the uh, root of, of accountability of where this self defined idea of perfection comes from um to me i think tracing that voice became important because a lot of the time i was telling myself that i was holding these standards for myself 
but i know that all of it is not just my own voice i know a lot of it has been handed to me over the years by different people and eventually it's become or morphed into my voice in my head yeah i completely relate to that anshula when you said going back to trace that voice that brought forth this idea of perfectionism so concrete in my life and not being able to find that source it's it's really hard and now you are very confused because you don't know for what reason you are doing this or following this pattern and that's just how i felt for the longest time perfectionism became very natural to who i am and so much so that whenever i did make a mistake the idea of mistake was just unacceptable and it's very hard to find that source and create and it creates more chaos and disturbance for me in all facets of my life very true and i also think it's because we're being bombarded with so much media and content and so that makes you an unconscious consumer and sometimes you don't even realize it and even if you don't want to you're just an unconscious consumer to that much media and content so you're you're holding yourself up to standards that you can't even trace back because it's just been fleetingly imprinted onto you and you've gone ahead and internalized it so when i started to actually question like my limiting or my core beliefs i was like where did it come from i honestly don't know because in all likelihood it can be a passing remark that i just internalized and now i really feel the need to play it out yeah couldn't agree so more true. but it's really interesting to see how personal perfection is uh, is in itself but do you ever feel a need that your definition of perfectionism should quote unquote be perfect that in the sense that there is a gold standard for what perfectionism actually means yeah i can definitely relate to that feeling of wanting my definition of perfectionism to even be perfect and for me how that stands out is that it doesn't fit into the general idea of of perfectionism that it has to be something that sets me apart from other people that it's that it's someone that's working all the time always on edge but links it with being creative being hard working and worthy so my idea of perfectionism has to be perfect that it sets me apart from everyone else and it's not mediocre nobody should be able to compare with me and that kind of fulfills my self esteem in a very strange way and makes me feel worthy about myself yeah yeah that's true you can very easily get swept away in the rabbit hole of saying uh, i'm different all the time and going out of your way to prove it but i think it takes a lot of unlearning to recognize that inner critic and just rise up to it and say you know what i'm going to be and just let be yeah i i completely recognize with that strange interplay between failure and perfectionism that you're talking about shruti uh in my life i feel like my spirit of experimentation has been lost i've stopped taking risks the minute i wanted to hold on to that level of perfectionism for literally every task that i'm doing however trivial that it might be uh, so if i'm picking up the ukulele i just i can't just pick it up for a month there is a socially set performative measure for that task here that i know i have to complete i have to either put it on social media or play it in public spaces or something like that and that it's because of that outcome that i've now wondered in the past couple of months that when was the last time i actually picked something up just because i wanted to do without any kind of performative pressure attached to it um and i constantly keep going back to this game that we generally 
play when we are in new spaces right which is describe yourself in five words and those five words are generally like markers for things that we are really good at um or we're great at right and i can never find those five words for myself because i think i'm like mediocre at a couple of things that i do and when i think about it sometimes i think socialization also plays out a lot here and as girls or as women culture tells us that we have to do things well and everything that we pick up we have to do well and we are categorized as good in some ways right with that act and i feel like it's internalizing so much misogyny for myself and we categorize ourselves and other women then in those sort of very limiting very terrible brackets of good and bad yeah absolutely and another facet to this is just society's you know hustle culture so if you're not quote unquote productive uh, it it directly translates to your worthiness and so in a way it just glorifies burnout which finally just takes me back to college because you know friends coming and telling you they did not sleep for like a week or survived only on caffeine it's like gold standard that's something you aspire towards and it's really subtle when you think about it but when you actually look at how pervasive it is it just amplifies and gender expectations that are just put on us but that's an interesting segue i think to why are we so afraid of failing uh, if we realize that it's hard for us to in all aspects of functioning why are we still so afraid yeah that's such a good question to think about like despite reading all these articles on hustle culture like there's so much research that already be done and still it's so hard to be okay with that fear of failing and i think these this fear comes from the supposed repercussions of failure that are sometimes enforced by the society in very subtle ways so for me it comes from my environment as a child from my parents and my teachers i constantly heard them reiterate the importance of studying and if i don't study i will end up in poverty i will live a substandard life i will go to a substandard college get a substandard job and live a very mediocre life which is something that's completely unacceptable and that idea got re- repeated to me over and over again by different people i think somehow in some way that fear settled in that if i don't work extra hard go the extra mile i'm a failure in life and my life is just going to be miserable and i will be in poverty and it's very hard to reason with that cycle even now very true uh- in my case i took uh, darwin's theory of survival of the fittest to heart <laughs> i think just looking at the sheer competition for everything i was just like okay this is evolution and you have to be top at the top of the game otherwise it's a it's a zero sum game but that's another thing i'm really trying to question and ask myself is everything really zero sum right like if i don't get something and my friend happens to that's that automatically mean i won't get that thing in the future Uh, but it's always portrayed that way that everything is mutually exclusive and that sort of becomes ingrained that if you don't get it someone else will and that's also portrayed as a bad thing which it necessarily isn't yeah yeah and i think you've you've said it so well and that really encapsulates what our education system is like right and i think my fear of failure has come from there uh from not wanting to disappoint and really live up to expectations that have been set on me by people around me especially in terms of academics it was given a lot of importance in circles around me and um uh, i realized how important it was 
when i saw someone around me not do well in your traditional like all or nothing academic important exams right and i saw how my extended family reacted to that suppose it like failure and i felt like i never wanted to be in that position because i never wanted to uh get that kind of disappointment to the people around me because it was really scary that reaction and which is why every time that i've picked up something post that i feel like i have to do well at it because i feel like my image is now accountable to someone else more often than not my parents um it's taken a long time and a lot of rebellion to break that mindset for myself but it's been extremely challenging one thing that really helped me was recognizing that this pattern also plays out in everyone else all the time so that their behavior now is just an expression of this exact same thought pattern playing out for them so why do our parents react the way they react in my head it translates to the fact that they tend to want to be the perfect parents and they think they need to be perfect so i feel that the same perfectionism and fear of failure thought pattern just plays out in their lives as well so for everyone at every point in time and i feel that sort of dictates the way we have structures itself and the relations that we have because it's very hard to come across someone who's just so secure and knows their authentic self and works with that power so the kind of energy that that gives out is so different from one rooted in fear mm. but yeah. do you like you missed out on anything because you were being driven by a perfectionist mindset i think i've missed out on a lot of sleep a good 8 hours of sleep all my life yeah i i i think i can relate to that i've lost a few good hours of sleep on some days in college and a lot a few hours of mental peace as well but uh, on a larger scale i do think that this fear of failure and this constant need to be perfect has made me lose out a part of myself like there's a part that i never got to explore and now it's lost in a way so i feel some grief over it and uh, i can only learn and unlearn so much so yeah yeah i mean i echo sheena so much i feel like i've lost my peace of mind um i'm consciously trying to live in the moment all the time but i'm not able to do it because i'm just thinking ahead uh for the things that i have to do better and it's a dichotomy because i'm very honestly also telling people that i'm trying to live in the moment but it's it just doesn't happen and that makes me feel like such a fraud i'm putting it out there uh that this is something i'm working on and i'm trying to sort of look you in the eye when i'm talking to you and not look at my phone but i know my mind is not 100% in that conversation because i'm worrying about something else and it just feels like such a seminal betrayal of that relationship yeah uh, it it plays out really blatantly in our lives you know feeling like imposters it comes and sucker punches you when you least expect it and i think a lot of the time perfectionism as well as you know in imposter syndrome and you know the whole alphabet soup of lovely limiting mindsets kind of always used to make me uh, saying what i felt i felt that the way i respond to situations also had to be perfect so i learned that if if it's not something quote and quote perfect to say don't say it at all but yeah after this conversation i think now i realize that even if i have to uh, what i have to say is messy i should probably say it and not try to find the best sugar coated way of you know putting my point across ah uh, sugar coated that word is uh, ruining in so many ways 
yeah i think we in our bit to be sugar coated we really try to be the most accommodating person in the room right and to having to accommodate for everyone's thoughts opinions insecurities strengths and like holding that space for everyone but yourself really has made me just become the most untrue self untrue version of myself in the room and uh sometimes it translates into doing things you don't want to do because now you've sort of built up that image and uh because i also want to accommodate the other person but i can't say no but it's expected of me it's just a very messy loop oh my god yes the number of all examples from my life just flashed before my eyes so for instance like most of my projects i used to be like the only girl so i would have a list of how many times i'm allowed to speak out otherwise i just bear with it because i thought i was actually only allowed to speak speak up like only three times because after that i had to accommodate and do whatever the rest of the group said and uh, and sometimes it's also the fact that you have to talk over people to be heard and that plays more on your imposter syndrome because you're like i need to put in this extra effort just to be heard is it is it honestly worth it am i worth it you know to put that belief in myself that what i have to say actually means something yeah and that is again i was talking to my to a friend of mine the other day and she uh, leads a group of people at work and she was sharing her experience of uh, this exact example right so she's a person who has high functioning imposter syndrome and mm. she recognizes that a lot of women have that as well it's exactly what you described right shruti and she wants more women to sort of speak up but because she has high functioning imposter syndrome she also wants the men in the room to like her and sometimes wants their approval a lot more than the women the women so even though she's aware of that that she's giving lesser chances for women to talk in the room she's given giving men more air time so that they can say what they want to say which sometimes leads to them cutting each other and obviously cutting other women as well just so she's liked and sort of is seen as a competent leader and just hearing that made me so sad but maybe there's a generational aspect to this do you think this is because it's been played out generationally or what do you feel is the generational impact of these patterns in your lives um i think for me like in my opinion the fear of failure and perfectionism does does count as something that's handed out over generations so if we look at different communities and different spectrum of individuals i think the way the fear of failure plays out is very different so for example it's unacceptable to some extent for a woman to have autonomy unless she's studying well and has a stable job so she is financially secure and then only she can have the independence to be an individual that's what what was reiterated to me by my parents that unless you're not financially secure you don't you're not basically a person who has autonomy so even in terms of the standards that we have to qualify someone as a operational or someone who has the right to exercise the power um yeah so um as compared to men because i think men get a lot of leeway when it comes to making that choice between studying or working or just having the time to take off and relax and unwind as compared to a woman so yeah very true and um i think in in a lot of families it it's also that you have to reach somewhere to be able 
be worthy of having an opinion you know and and putting it across and being taken seriously about it uh, it's like the old adage uh, children should be seen not not heard yeah now that we are continuing to talk about let's say burdens of perfectionism we face as feminists i want to hear from the both of you do you feel any perfectionist burdens uh, being a feminist out in the 21st century with social media today to me it's the feeling that i have to be 1000% educated on what i'm saying so even if i have an iota of doubt in what i'm saying um i won't say it so only when i know and i'm confident that i i'm assured of what i'm saying only then will i vocalize my opinion yeah i completely understand the place shoot is coming or like i also have to be 100% correct in terms of the terminology and the updated rules laws wherever the good discourse is going around that topic and it's only then when i when i think that i can have the permission to have a voice and unless i don't know everything i am not supposed to speak up in my head very true and um, so for instance i'm not really vocal on social media i do not find that to be my platform and i find that i can engage in uh, in other ways so a lot of the time going on social media seeing very vocal pages it really makes you feel inadequate at times so it makes you feel like you're not doing such a good job like but what does a good job even mean right in this scenario Uh, but it makes you feel that you're not worthy enough of actually calling yourself passionate about a cause since nobody recognizes the micro resistances that you're actually doing on a daily basis thank you for mentioning micro resistances especially when we're doing it with family at home i think it becomes so so important to acknowledge and but exactly what you mentioned that right? i feel like we're closing the loop on what we were talk- calling the imposter syndrome and you have you've mentioned like the imposter syndrome on uh when we interact with things on social media so well thank you for saying that um we're almost at the end of our conversation before we sort of part ways i was wondering if there are ways that you have already found to be able to deal with these sort of expectations of perfectionism that you have in your lives i think i've gotten better over the years in identifying how to focus on maximizing the impact of what i do rather than the minute details so it's like a shift from a fixed mindset to one of growth uh, which becomes easier to tackle little by little day by day but i think that's when you start to realize the actual beauty in Im- imperfection itself yeah completely agree with shuti in the getting from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset so whenever i am i find myself in that position where i'm not letting myself mis- make a mistake i just try to remember that it's only human to make mistakes we all make mistakes and uh, perfectionism is the only lie we all wish to make true for me indulging in self care and forgiveness from time to time is what helps me out when i'm struggling with this fear of failure it's far from easy to get rid of it but i think we all can make small steps to make it more bearable and easy to get through for sure i'm on the small steps bandwagon with both of you as well it's a work in progress and uh the best place at least i can start with as well is starting for myself uh i mentioned this before but tracing the root root of that voice that expects me to be perfect in every situation is something that i'm starting with and then assessing on a case by case basis if sort of indulging that voice is beneficial to me to my growth to my mental health in that situation and going from there is something i'm trying i'm 
also consciously trying to own my accomplishments i don't think we do it enough we as women definitely don't do it enough um and i'm hoping to learn to acknowledge my own micro wins first to myself uh and of course uplift and hype up other women uh with specific and action based positive feedback i i know that i know and hope that that can also go a long way um uh, in helping us all be happier yeah, absolutely awesome that brings us to the end of this episode uh we sign off here proudly embracing all of the uhs ums you knows likes that has come up in the course of this conversation this has been a small attempt of our rebellion against our own perfectionist selves yeah and to all of our listeners thank you for joining us today and taking the time to listen to us we really appreciate your support if you like this episode please follow us on instagram and facebook at the rate one future collective and one future hash india on twitter and keep an eye out for future episodes of explorations on feminist leadership by one future fellows 2021 please leave your questions comments or feedback for us on anchor or in our dms we look forward to hearing your thoughts until next time take care of yourself and we hope that we can explore more together bye bye